And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Recent reports from the Department of Agriculture reveal current market trends in the cattle market. American Farm Bureau Federation economist Barrett Nelson shares more from the Cattle on Feed report. I think we can really call this report bullish, with total cattle on feed coming in right around 11.4 million, down 1% from this time in 2021. Placements were a little bit over 2 million head. This is 4% below this time last year in 2021. Nelson says placements were down the most in drought-stricken areas. This is likely due to some tighter calf supplies, along with higher feed and input costs amplified by the drought conditions. We've seen marketings for fed cattle totaling 1.86 million head for September. This is 4% above this time in 2021. Now, when we really see marketings high and placements become lower over a longer drawn out period of time, this really signals that lower cattle supplies are in the future. Additionally, USDA's Livestock Slaughter Report shows higher beef slaughter numbers. So on October 26th, we had 129,000 head processed. So what we're seeing here is when the packer really starts trying to reach out and get a hold of these numbers ahead of time, this really tells you that they need to get their hands on cattle to meet the current demand situation. When we see the supplies start to tighten up and we see demand kind of remaining consistent, we're going to see some upward support in prices. Again, that's American Farm Bureau Federation economist Barrett Nelson. Well, just like a farming operation, keeping a close eye on the budget sustains its capacity. Al Wolfcool, a producer from Iowa and the treasurer for the National Pork Board, says the main priority of the board is to wisely invest checkoff funds. When we start looking at a budget, the first thing we do is we engage with National Pork Producers Council, aid associations, packers, processors, try to do consumer focus groups. We're trying to learn everything we can uh, first, do, do the research, do the background. And it also involves looking at the return on investment and ideas brought to the board. We don't want to create demand and just make the market go up for a few months. We want to work with our domestic and our export customers to create long-term demand and trust. So that is our number one priority in that area is just create long-term demand that's going to be here for us, but also for the next generation of big farmers. Wolfcool said their focus right now is building trust and adding value to the industry. Again, we have the research to show that it's great for childhood development, and it's also great for uh, the senior health of, and, and brain health and, and cognitive health. And so it's just an awesome story to tell, and we need to do a better job of that. Pork is really good for you. And producers are encouraged to read the publicly available financial information on porkcheckoff.org. The Farm Workforce Modernization Act would provide farmers and ranchers opportunities to expand. Passed by the House of Representatives earlier this year, the bill now awaits movement in the Senate. Kansas Livestock Association Chief Executive Officer Matt Teagarden says the bill would allow farmers and ranchers in his state the opportunity to provide more food for consumers. The bottom line is a lack of labor is limiting opportunities to grow our operations. Our members, when they think about opportunities to either feed more cattle or milk more cows, that labor component is a significant limiting factor. There are a number of folks from around the world desire to come to the United States, desire to work, and our antiquated guest worker system is a limiting factor there. When agriculture faces labor shortages, those issues translate to higher costs for consumers consumers and lower prices for farmers and ranchers. 
as we saw kind of bottlenecks in the processing sector during COVID, I think that it's a good illustration of what could happen going forward. That bottleneck of processing created higher prices for consumers and lower prices for producers. And so looking forward, I think we could see continued elevated prices for food for domestic consumers. And one thing that we see potentially happening is our actual food production moving offshore. And so really see this as a food security issue that we're facing. The Farm Workforce Modernization Act offers year-round guest workers, which would help ease the labor issues farmers and ranchers are facing. What we see there is an opportunity from an ag perspective to move forward. And specifically, when we look at the H-2A program, the opportunity for year-round guest workers to feed cattle and milk cows. That happens every day, 365 days a year. Having the opportunity to access guest workers in that H-2A program for livestock production is really important. Teagarden says now is the best chance to get the legislation passed. The political realities of this issue, it's very difficult, very complicated to have any kind of movement. So where we have a bill that has passed the House already, some really good discussions among senators on language that can get support of the Senate and get passed, the timing is really critical. We don't know what the next Congress will bring, but the process will have to start over. That is certain. And so the timing is right right now to take this step. And if it doesn't happen the next couple months, this session of this Congress, I'm afraid the opportunity will be lost. He encourages farmers and ranchers to contact their senators and offer their support to the Farm Workforce Modernization Act. In Kansas, Senators Moran and Marshall, for folks in other states, your respective senators, just making the case that there's a solution here, maybe not a solution, but a step in the right direction. And so across the country, making sure senators understand the, I'd say, urgent need for reform in the H-2A program, expansion of the H-2A program would be important. That's Matt Teagarden, Kansas Livestock Association Chief Executive Officer. The U.S. soybean sector will continue to see support from rising global demand for biofuels. Oil giant Bungie says that support will stay in place for some time to come. The company's chief financial officer says the demand for soybean oil is strong for both the food and energy producing sectors. IndustryUpdate.com says Bungie also sees unusually high interest from buyers wanting to lock in their prices beyond the next quarter. Bungie CEO John Nappy says, quote, we're very deliberate about price, but the demand is there and continuing to grow steadily, and we haven't seen any decline or lack of interest from either the energy producers or the food industry side of the equation at this point, end quote. SP Global says demand for soybean oil from the U.S. biofuel industry has been rising quickly since 2020 as processors are more confident about the government's commitment to an energy transition. And lastly, here on American Ag Today, a daily yonder poll of rural Americans shows they're worried about the present, feeling pessimism about the future, and planning to vote the way they did in recent elections. The poll was commissioned by the Center for Rural Strategies and found that rural voters in highly contested states hold negative views about the economy. For example, three-quarters of the respondents say the economy isn't working for them. Just over half say they don't expect their financial situations to get better in the next year. A little over three-quarters of the respondents say they think things will get worse, not better, for the next generation of Americans. The Daily Yonder survey also found nearly half of rural voters say the rising cost of living is one of their biggest concerns. The second largest concern is government dysfunction. Other top issues included jobs in the economy, social security, rising crime, health care, the rising cost of food and gasoline. 
And that's going to do it for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.